Well, hey guys, welcome to the Boning Soul Podcast. Thanks for joining me again. Um, oh boy, today uh, I we, we got a spicy one. Um, this is uh, this is kind of like a little BS session between me and Drew Kohlhofer of Solway Archery. I've uh, been trying to get him on for a while. Again, as as always, you know, our schedules kind of you know mismatching that kind of stuff, and we I finally was able to um, you know make uh, well we were both able to make time. In meet virtually, obviously. Um, that's why uh, the audio on this one is not that great because I was kind of doing this in my car. Uh, I'm on my earbuds, um, and his audio kind of goes goes in and out a little bit. So apologize for that. So I apologize for the audio in general. Um, not it's not terrible, but it's not it's not as clear as this one normally sounds. So, but it was the only time that we could do it, and um, you know, kind of like midday. He's a busy guy. I'm a busy guy. So, um, man, we uh, we we jump right into uh, politics. Now, if you um, if you're not really into that, I, I really apologize. Um, I, I promise that you know we're not going to do a, I'm not going to do a ton of these. Um, I said I wasn't going to go down the whole like you know ranting and raving whatever uh, rabbit hole and stuff, but you know Drew is a guy. Um, he's he's about as you know all American you know patriotic you know hardworking American you know everything that means to be that that it means to be you know a, a, an American. Um, you know, individual and business person and freedom-loving individual, that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, he, he, he feels the same way about a lot of things that I do. And I just wanted to get his perspective on some stuff that's, you know, just going on in, in, in America right now, which is uh, a lot of it's it's, it's pretty frightening. Um, and, I, and I'm not being overly dramatic by using that word. I, it is really frightening with censorship and, and, and whatnot. Um, so we kind of get into it, you know, and we, we just kind of, we just kind of go off. Um, we really don't even start talking about quivers until probably, man, well after, well after, uh, halfway, probably about, you know, 40 some minutes, uh, in, I'm not going to look, I don't know. I, I'm just, uh, I'm just recording the intro now, but, um, probably at least like 40 some minutes into it. We don't really, we don't really start talking about quivers and such, but, um, Speaking of quivers, obviously, Selway quivers, uh, fantastic. I, I I own a couple. I'm going to get another one. Um, I will probably not probably. I will get a uh, a, a custom one um, when I get my my Java man. I kind of want to you know. I figure if I'm spending the money on a new bow on custom on a custom bow, I'm going to spend the money on a a nice. A quiver with uh, you know with the leather you know leather wrapped head with some sort of custom uh, you know uh, design or I don't know I, I don't know what I'm gonna put on there just yet I'm, I'm seriously thinking about like that that faded glory kind of like 1776 uh, you know flag kind of design too I'm not sure um, so what I have right now is uh, their kind of their entry level if you will um, quivers, either they're the uh, the strap-on models, they're they're detachable, they're two-piece. Uh, I have a black one and a brown one, and the uh, the hood piece itself, uh, the part where you know like the tips of the arrows basically, or the broadheads would go. The, that cover is like a hard plastic molded, uh, uh, just colored plastic. Um, the uh, the fancier ones are the same thing, but they have a a nicer kind of leather wrap that goes around it with all you know all kinds of. Um, you know, it could be dyed, it can be laser cut, that kind of stuff. And uh, I think I'm probably going to spend the money and and do that with my um, 
with, with you know from for my Java man when I when I end up do when I do end up getting that. So um, I really really like Selway Quivers, and I'm you know they're I'm I'm not just um, you know I I'm not just a I I am a customer uh, before you know before this I have been for a few years. I've tried other ones, um, you know, and, and we talk about another uh, quote unquote competitor to uh, Selway and they. <clears throat> Excuse me, and that is uh, Great Northern. The Great Northern uh, uh, quiver is also a fantastic quiver. Uh, it just basically comes down to aesthetics. Uh, one or the other, they're both incredible. They're both uh, very secure. They're both, uh, you know, they don't let your arrows move around. They don't, um, uh, you, you know, they, they don't move on you. They don't move up and down the limb or anything like that. They, uh, they stay put, and then they make sure the arrows stay put. So it just comes down to aesthetics. We, we, we do talk about uh, Bob Brum over there at um, uh, Great Northern. I've never talked uh, talk to him personally. Actually, that's a lie. I have because I, I had ordered a, um, a Great Northern uh, a while back. I did have one for a little while. And uh, he was saying, you know, also another great... Uh, American business, uh, hardworking, you know, good, good American product, um, you know, just, just all around good people. He said they're, you know, they help each other out. They talk, you know, frequently, even though they're competitors, uh, you know, they're, they're friendly competitors and that's, that's really awesome to see. So anyway, so, so personally, um, Selway, uh, in Great Northern, I do have, um, experience with both of them and those are the ones I can recommend. Now, um, most of the other other ones out there, I'm not going to name names. Um, I have experience with, and I cannot recommend. I, and you guys can figure those ones out. Um, I have I have not used, by the way, a, an omnivorous one, omnivorous homestead quiver. Um, you know, Mark Harrison, he builds uh, you know custom you know all, all kinds of stuff, leather work and tabs and, and quivers and things like that. I haven't used that one personally myself, so I'm not including him in that list. But the other ones. Um, I cannot, uh, I, I can, I, I can't vouch for them because, uh, they just do not stay put. They do not hold your arrows the way they should. Um, the quality just is not there. And I'm, I'm just like, I'm not going to name names and, 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 and out one co company or another, but basically, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just leave it at that. So anyway, I've rambled on long enough. I apologize for that. So without any further ado, here is my interview with Drew Kohlhofer at Selway Archery. Thanks. Hopefully. Yeah, I see it just popped up. There we go. So, there we go. Cool. Drew Kohlhofer, Selway Archery. Finally. We've been, we've, been, we've been trying to hook up for a long time. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing well yourself. Yeah, it's been, I think, <clears throat> you first messaged me when I was driving. Uh, we were driving out west this year. Oh, that's right. The secret spot you didn't want to tell me about. I remember. Yeah. No, 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 no tell them, Chris. <laughs> right. No, I'm, I'm sitting, I'm too, I know you're busy. And, uh, so, uh, anytime you want to tell me, Hey, I got to wrap it up. Cause you know, I actually have to make, make money and work for a living. I, I'm good with that. Um, I'm, 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 I'm sitting in a parking lot here in, in front of like a lifetime fitness. Cause it's the biggest parking lot that I could find. And I'm on so, my, uh, what do you call these? They're not air. They're not AirPods. They're like the, the the corded ones, you know, that like never stay in your ear. But so if the audio sounds different on a recording to anybody listening, that's that's why it's not on an actual headset. So I'm hoping this is going to come out pretty good. But um, yeah, if man, you hear, just yeah. If you got anything in the background, I'm I'm building quivers as we speak. So 
Yeah, no, so, that I, I you, you're coming in crystal clear. I'm the one okay, that's on a, uh, a, you know, on maybe an iffy kind of mic, so that's fine. Um, yeah, so, you know, I've been trying to get a hold of you and actually, you know, make time to sit and talk for, God, forever. And, uh, you know, I, I, I follow you on Instagram, of course. And I think you and I are... are, are, are <laughs> it just ends up that way. We're kind of like-minded, right? As far as stuff going on in the world and the way we see, you know, certain things. And, you know, we, we can kind of touch on that too. We can, we can solve oh, shit, especially now America needs heroes, right? How, how we can, how are we going to solve the, what's going on here, man? Are you and I going to be able to fix America? No, I have my ideas. I mean, I just, I, I'm nobody's hero. That's for damn sure. No, nor should I be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that there's some solutions that we need to start looking at. And I, I mean, everybody in America, whether you're left, right, centrist, I mean, whoever you are, if we can all agree that there is a group of people that would like to see us, regardless of our political ideologies and, and, and theirs, um, kind of under their boot heel. And I think that that, that cat's kind of getting <clears throat> out of the bag here lately. It's no longer... You know, Big Brother is no longer a conspiracy. We know it's real, <laughs> and um, we should all be kind of united and fighting, fighting that. In my opinion, but yeah, it's, it's insanity because um, you, you knew a lot of this shit was going to come down with 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 the election, right? I mean, they got a super majority. Um, you know, the last thread of hope, thank goodness, between all out just you know chaos, I think, is a Supreme Court. I think that's what. Um, luckily we were able to, you know, to, to ram in a few, you know, good, good ones there, but you, you knew a lot of the stuff was going to come down, come down the pike as, as soon as, you know, January 20 or whatever came along. Um, but just the amount of, I guess, peripheral people back up, whatever you want, back up to them, whatever you want to call it between, you know, tech and, you know, the, the, it used to, like you said, it used to be called conspiracy theory when you said, you know, the, the people in charge, right? I mean, and people will call them like right. Illuminati and things like that. I'm not using those terms. But man, right. there is a contingent of people. They are very, very, very fucking powerful. And they <laughs> right. are silencing any any kind of dissent. I mean, Jesus, like this morning, like you can't say 1776, you know, like, <laughs> right? fuck you. Yeah, no, dude, it's, I, I, it's, it's yeah. crazy. You can't, you know, you're, um, who, who just, uh, who, who was just on there on there, there was, there was like a news blurb or some snippet or whatever where, uh, God, who the hell was it? They were going off about, um, America, you know, like they're basically classifying anybody like libertarians, this, that, and the other, and all in like as racist bigots, blah, blah, blah. Um, domestic insurgents. I mean, when in your life well, have you ever been called an insurgent for saying that you love your country and you think people should follow the rules? Right. No, I, yeah, dude, I was, um, if, if you're not familiar with the Patriot Act, I think everybody should do some, do themselves a little bit of justice and do a little bit of research into the Patriot Act. Um, I was just listening to a gentleman go through and kind of, for the people who aren't in the know, just kind of give a good overview of the type of people that will be classified under this this um, this thing they're trying that you know the political enemy thing that they're trying to push through. 
Um, <clears throat> Peter doesn't realize it yet, but they're also included with the rest of us on that list. <laughs> yeah. um, there's a whole, basically that, that, that idea, the, the, the verbiage on that covers the majority of American citizens left, right, or indifferent. Um, whether, whether people want to accept that fact or not, it is a fact. So mm-hmm. we really need to stop b- bitching with each other. And that, you know, I mean, that, that we could talk about, you know, hunters as a whole, like, yeah, don't get me wrong. There's things I don't agree with, with a lot of other hunters out there, but what's <clears throat> coming under attack right now, the second amendment's coming under attack right now. Like all these things that we are at our core values, like not being able to have a firearm, not being able to go hunting are my whole, like that, that would crush my existence as a person, mm-hmm. you know, like my spirit. And there's a lot of other people out there like me. And those things are under attack. We need to, you know, stop pissing and moaning with each other over stupid stuff for the time being and really focus our efforts on, you know, the things at hand that are right in front of our faces, you know. And uh, I get really upset about it sometimes, and I, I let it kind of eat at me because I oh, want one yeah. those guys. Like, I am an active crossbow hater. Like, I don't – there's no reason that should be an archer season, but right mm-hmm. now – I don't want to have that conversation because there's bear hunting under attack in California. And these crazy people running this country have openly said they want to see California be the model for the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. They're use California as the model. So that's something to, that's a big concern for me. So maybe yeah. I'll start focusing. And guys are starting, you know, I am seeing a lot of uh, rallying you know, and support for that. And, you know, in organization, everybody's kind of coming together, which needs to happen. And that's also, you know, you're seeing that with this GameStop thing right now. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of people kind of going against Wall Street, which is beautiful because it's left, right, or indifferent. We're all kind of, uh, it's kind of like, uh, you know, September 12th, kind of a feeling all of a sudden. Uh, at least I've been feeling that way the past couple of days. I, I agree. Um Although I don't think you can say September 12th because um, that's a uh, Americentrist and that's racist toward everybody. So you can't say that. <laughs> yeah. you, you can't be happy in your life and be patriotic and love your country because that means you hate right. everybody else and, and wish death upon them. That's what that automatically means, apparently. You know? Right. Um, oh, you, you know, but do you think, you know, so, okay, so the, the bear thing, there's a couple things. First of all, the GameStop thing, I'm not that, I, I, I've seen snippets here and there. I don't fully understand exactly what happened, right? We don't have to get into it. Um, it, it uh, to my understanding, the big wigs wanted to stop trading of some of some stock because it, I, I, I can't remember what it was. And then they stood up to the, I, I don't know. I, I don't know the full details. But the bear little- thing too, yeah. you know, no, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say they were shorting the stock, basically kind of betting on it, you know, tanking, and then <laughs> I don't know, I don't know exactly what happened, but they the billionaires ended up losing a lot of money, and then they started whining and crying about it and trying to shut it down because they were, you know, being attacked by, by us poors. So we couldn't, hey, we couldn't hurt the billionaires. <laughs> right, and Reddit isn't exactly a uh, bastion of conservative thought either. You know, I mean. You know, this is also a place that pretty much canceled any Donald Trump thread um, just within the last right. couple of weeks. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, no, and, which and is... I heard you say something about the, the bear hunting too, a thing, too, with yeah. uh, rallying of support and stuff. But, I mean, do you, do you think a lot of that um, is just an echo chamber, you know, fancy term, but, I mean, it, it, where, you know, you were going to you're, you're going to get the stuff on your feed. And this is the part this is part of, you know, the, the social media 
Um, you're going to get your feed. I'm going to get my feed and we're going to get the shit that riles us up because that's what they're after. They feed off, they feed off negative. I mean, they're like vampires, these people in charge, right? They feed off the negative energy, um, and, and, and fury that, that gets incited in us because they throw this out there knowing we're going to get, have some sort of like response to it. You know what I mean? Um, and I have not seen that movie. What is it? The, the social dilemma. Um, yep. Because, well, I don't know, maybe maybe, I, maybe I'm afraid to because I'm just going to get so, so freaking mad. Right. But I know what I, I know. Maybe it's pr- premature saying this, but I know what's going on without without watching the movie. I, I know it. Um, and it has been for a long time. But, you know, how, how do we how do we. Man, how, how do we change? Yeah. How, how do we get everyone to open up their eyes? Because until it happens to them, like it happened with this Reddit thing. The, the the people are content like oh it's happening to them and not to us yeah, and i'm sure we're guilty of it too with, with things that you know pertain to us and not to them um but h- how do you do that because like you said like there's a lot of people that are going to suffer under this um i'm going to call it a regime okay uh with a, with a lot of like draconian laws or something like that sign already i think it's fair to say that say that again I think it's fair to say that because there how many executive orders? 31 executive orders have been signed already. So yeah, I think it's fair counting. to say. Yeah, we can say that. <clears throat> yeah. But I wasn't so, going to do that, remember? <laughs> hang on. You still there? I'm here. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I did decline a phone call here. Um, so, yeah, I mean, people don't... People were so angry at Donald Trump and the people in the middle, a lot of women, a lot of, you know, whatever, which I think is kind of hilarious because regardless of what you think of the man and what he supposedly said and this and that, I mean, I'm 46 years old. I've been around women all my life. I've been around them when they drink, first of all, when they're when they're around other women. And I've heard them say just horrific stuff that would never be uttered out of the voice of a president. So so this so this fake outrage about how he's, you know, misogynist and sexist and blah, 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 blah. Spare me. Okay. If you, if you're that outraged about it, don't say it yourself. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying like, you know, it was popular to hate the guy and he was a pretty hateable guy. I mean, stay the fuck off of Twitter, you know, just shut your mouth and act presidential, you know, and and he couldn't do that. And I think regardless of how much like we try to, to put this crap on like, you know, like liberals and Democrats and this and that, you know, it was, it was his presidency to lose, you know, and it was the rights presidency, uh, the, the rights, uh, I, I guess, you know, Congress and Senate to lose. And they did like they always freaking do. You know, they, 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 they screw it up. They fumble it up every single time they have, you know, they have an opportunity to kind of move the ball forward. You know, they pull a Charlie Brown. Well, I think I think people have a... Oh man, this idea of the 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 people. I mean, I hate. I don't want to get entangled in that whole left right paradigm. I've got to be honest with you because I don't like it. I be I we're Americans and I we have some things at our core that we can all sit down and agree on it. But the problem with social media and with um. You know, with with the state-run media, because that's what it is. I mean, you got five different owners of, you know, like 90% of the media out there. And that's mm. why, you know, it's a sweet place. And that's why they're trying to censor it, because it's a place 
where all thought pretty much is, you know, supposed to be welcome. And you have people like yourself with the podcast channel, your own media outlets. So you don't have to depend on that kind of stuff. I mean, look at the ratings on, on your mainstream media. They're in the gutter, dude. Not a lot of people are paying attention to that, but for the longest time, they've been brainwashed to believe that just because CNN or Fox news or whoever says it, it it's a valid source, which that we know that that's not the case anymore. Um, yeah. And so we need to stop it, with social media. Like you were saying, you, we, we live in these echo chambers and we we need to step out of the bubble occasionally and look at, you know, from the other side, like that dude in Southern Cal is not my enemy unless he wants to act like it. But I think we, we as Americans, we have some things that we can come together on the fringe, right? The fringe left. I mean, they're, they're probably probably beyond saving. I mean, if you can't sit down with somebody and have a good conversation on why we should be hunting and you're just going to be outraged. You no, know, you need to tell, you know, we, we no more honey. We can't do that anymore. You got, and, you know, without looking at the facts, like, yeah, we probably can't save you. Same thing with the right wing, you know, the crazy rights. But at our core, we need to st- just come together and stop paying attention to the state mm-hmm. and, because the state's controlled. It. You know, we need to just come together in our own communities and stop worrying about big daddy government to take care of us because they're they're certainly not going to and we need to take care of ourselves and <clears throat> all of us together whether you're left you, right you know indifferent so there's been um i'm, I'm going to use the word indoctrination okay but um i i, I want to expand on that so for years um you know it's no secret that schools especially colleges universities hard leaning left leaning left professors for you know teaching this kind of stuff and it's kind of bubbled over. I mean, it's no secret anymore that there's, there's an agenda with a good majority of, um, of, of higher education, let's say. Do you think that that is, you know, the stuff that they teach is, do you think it's stuff they really, really believe, or is it, is it based on a hatred of the other side? What, what do you, what do you think of that? And I know we'd be speaking for them, you know, and it's kind of unfair to speak for someone, but what's your opinion of that? You think it's just like calculated, like I want to screw these MFers or, or just like, that's just kind of what they really think. And that's what they gravitate to. Just like you and I think so, the same way. And we gravitate to the woods. Right. And I think, I, I guess it comes down to a fundamental core belief. Do you believe government should exist to provide us with things or should they exist to provide us with, you know, basic, basic needs like security, um, maybe infrastructure. Like that's really it. We don't, you know, I look at where our tax dollars go. And I think that if you're the kind of person who wants, like, I I believe that, you know, we should, the free market is best when people, consumers hold, companies accountable for themselves right so like if i build a quiver for a guy and i just i trash it and whatever i don't provide him good customer service i don't do all this then i don't deserve to make another sale and that should be the same way with like healthcare. we should be holding all of this stuff you know across where we need more accountability as the consumer we need to be pushing more accountability onto the uh you know the powers to be i think there are people in this country, though, that, that do believe that the government should be providing them with basic needs. And I think that yeah. right there, at its core, is kind of where everybody gets separated. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think people are taught, you know, that 
so like like certain things aren't aren't expanded on, right? We get a definition or a word, and it automatically immediately invokes a certain image and a certain you know behavior profile or whatever. Like capitalist, they've managed to turn the word capitalist into something evil, right? Big big fat guy sitting in a big leather oak chair, uh, smoking cigars and you know like lighting cigars with his hundred dollar bills, right? Kind of thing. That's the image you get. Those guys are evil, but those those are like <laughs> but yeah, that, that image is evil. You're right. That guy, if that guy exists, and there's plenty of them that do, and right. trust me, they're not just all Republicans. There's a lot of Democrats that, that do that. Oh, just, that guy oh, is evil, but the concept ask, of capitalism yeah. isn't. Hey, go ask yourself who supports <laughs> Black Lives Matter and <laughs> um, Antifa and who helps you know fund a lot of these organizations. Go ahead. Black Lives Matter, their leadership, they mm-hmm. are probably supporting capitalism. <laughs> I would just go on the record saying that, probably supporting capitalism. So the yeah. people that you're, some of these people are rallying for, they're rallying for the thing they hate. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and they don't know it. And going back to your point about, um, you know, accountability, right? I think that's not taught enough because, you know, we've, we've somehow – uh, <clears throat> perpetuated this, it's okay to be a victim culture. You know, it's not right. my fault. Yeah. Um, but the, the beauty of capitalism that is not taught, and again, I haven't been in college in over 25 years or whatever it is, but um, is not taught that you're right. Like if the, the bad people go out of business, the ones that pay shit for, you know, good labor, you know, go out of business. I mean, that's the beauty of it. It's cutthroat. It's, it's really, I mean, if you want to bring it down to it, it's the people's power, right? And that sounds like a very like socialist thing to say, power to the people kind of thing, right? But capitalism right. is the people's power. Like going back to this, um, remember a few years ago they had the baker in Colorado that wouldn't do a gay uh, a wedding cake, you know? Now, to me, like I, I'm, I'm pretty like socially like down the middle and pretty, pretty like socially liberal as far as that goes, right? I don't care if you're gay. I have uh, none of the. I'm, I'm pretty open with that stuff. So, to, you know, to liberal, me, like a classic liberal is not what it is now. Oh, no, John, Tom, no, absolutely not. <clears throat> Jefferson, the classical liberal, like that guy, mm-hmm. you know, and you're going to tell, you know, you're going to call Thomas Jefferson crazy. I don't think so. Yeah, you know, he's no, the, a, a, he's absolutely. Yeah. You know, so if you're not going to provide a service for somebody, word's going to get around. So go ahead. If, 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 if you're not going to bake a cake for a gay couple, right? <clears throat> Fine. That's your prerogative. Word's going to get out. Your business is going to suffer. And some other business is going to step in and say, hey, I provide the service for somebody or, a, 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 you know, a, a, a group of society that is not catered to. That's the beauty of business. And then they open up a business and they can make all the gay wedding cakes they want and regular gay wedding cakes they want. And guess what? Who thrives? The better business person. You know what I mean? Right. So so it, it the, the whole process like like eats, eats, eats and consumes the bad as it is if you let it run the way it's supposed to run. You know, of course, it gets, you know, uh, molded and molested a little bit and, and you know, people get their greedy fingers in there. So nothing's perfect. But well, it, no, it's, it's you know, why we have, the reason why we have antitrust laws, um, mm-hmm. they're not being <laughs> properly right now. We did it to disband, you know, disband the railroads in the late 1800s. You had guys like, you know, and I think he's probably one of the more evil people to ever exist. J.P. Morgan. J.P. Morgan. Yep. You had a guy like him, for anybody looking for a little, 
you know, reading material and to really understand some of the financial structures in this country and maybe why people truly hate capitalism. Mm-hmm. Um, go read the book, you know, a creature of Jekyll Island. Um, and get an idea what, you know, the beginning of the federal reserve and, you know, the fractional debt banking, you know, where every, all the banking's based on how much debt the country has. Like, it's, yeah. it's pretty scary stuff when you get down into, into the weeds with it. But, you know, we had laws back then to break up these big, giant corporations, um, you know, like, you know, the Vanderbilts and, and the Morgans and the Rockefellers, mm-hmm. Carnegie's, you know, with, you know, with the industry and, you know, the railroad industry. Like we, we had things in place to, you know, to do that. And right now we're seeing it, you know, it's literally no different than what happened then with your Zuckerbergs, your Jack Dorsey's. You yep. know, you're the guy, I forget the guy's name runs Google. Um, you know, you're Bill Gates. You have this giant. They've they've provided. I say such a good service. And I, I I hate to say that now because they're regulating it the way that they are, but there's they've gotten to the point now where we need some intervention to bust them up. Mm-hmm. You know, to hold them accountable. But the best way to do that is if we don't like what they're doing, like you were saying, we don't like this, we can just leave. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be on You don't have to be on Instagram. You don't have to have a smartphone. Um, but I think that there's people taking advantage of society in the way like we, you know, the lack of a willpower. Guilty of it, dude. I got a smartphone. Do I want one? Absolutely not. I could easily walk away from one and run my business old school. Um, but, you know, we, we, we make the conscious decision at the end of the day to, to go to this stuff. But I think there also does need to be some government to exist. I don't believe in no government. I mean, we need to right. have them for cases like this where there's some people being taken advantage of. I think and uh, maybe companies a little bit too big for their britches, you know, need to step in. and But, yeah, dude, the, the capitalist thing is a weird one because you – some of these arguments kind of eat their own tail. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just, you know, you could be like, yeah, I'm anti-government, but then you're going to complain about Facebook or Google. But then you need, you know, that's when you need reasonable people to make reasonable decisions when it comes to common sense kind of decisions when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, there's there's a lot of power. You made you made a very good point. I'm just repeating it, but I mean, there's a lot of power within a, a few uh, in a few hands. And the problem is now, I think I think it's it's way more dangerous now because it's it's information. Um, it's but, one thing back in the you know the the, the railroad you know the was the railroad robber baron days and that kind of stuff. And yeah, they paved the way for a lot of stuff. They created a lot of jobs. They grew an industry, but then they also did a really lot of really really bad shit. But um, the, the, the number of people that it affected and the number of minds that it molded was like just a fra- I mean, fractional compared to what's going on now, because everybody is on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And unfortunately, like you said, a lot of people do rely on those to run their businesses. And the, the, the good thing, yes, it's everybody can can tune into it and see what they want to see, assuming they can figure out how to cheat the algorithms and actually go search for information that they really want. But at the end of the day, if you post something, the power to, to, to whether it actually gets out to the general public or not, 
um, still rests with the with very few people. I mean, how many times you post something and you get, you know, like the fact checker, you know, thing to pop up, you know what I mean? Fact checker. I mean, I put something up the other day. It was just, and I copied it off of someone else. I can't remember, but I mean, it was a screenshot of CNN saying exactly whatever it was. And I get flagged from, from Facebook saying um, this is false information. I'm like, are you f- so are you going to go to CNN's website or, or to, to their account and flag them, too? I don't think so. I'm just I literally well, copied like a screenshot. Yeah, you got when the truth starts getting out, dude, and I, I think the Internet, the Internet's gotten out of, out of. It got away from the people that, that want to control the information flow. Because, you know, mm-hmm. before it was really easy. You know, his, the history is told by the victors. Yep. So, you know, you have tons more information coming out these days um, that, that, you know, it's like you're censoring, <laughs> you're censoring the news, right? Quote, unquote, the news that mm-hmm. supports you saying something that makes you look bad. Yeah. Or make your side look bad. Like, what? And, you know, we can't handle that. I mean, like I said, it's just the, uh, uh, the accountability. accountability. Hold on just a second. I got I got sneeze brewing here. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I I, uh, I get so burnt out on this stuff because and that's the other thing is I'm guilty of it. Um, just the lack of action. I think I just want I know that. I talk to so many people daily, you know, because I'm not afraid to voice my, my opinion, you know. I, I'm not afraid to show where I stand. Mm-hmm. And there's people out there that that feel the same way that, like, almost are afraid to open their mouth. Yeah. In, you know, in fear of reprisal. And we we got to stop that. That's a scary thing, man. When you've got people to the point where they're afraid to speak their, their real thoughts, mm-hmm. that's very dangerous yeah yeah uh, i i you and i both know we're not going to mention names you and i both know people who have uh said that you know to me um that they that they want to go further and say more but they can't because it's going to hurt their business um and it's like man you know where do you you know and, and we're, we're we've been so comfortable like all of this, it seems like has been like ramped up and accelerated in the last, you know, several, at least couple, last couple of years. But I mean, like last six, eight months, especially, especially with the COVID, this is just like boom, 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 boom. I mean, it's like just the the curve is just like exponentially just gotten higher and higher. And you know, where do you, where do rational people like draw the line? And and this is the beauty right. of it. If you're trying to do this to, to to a society, where do rational people draw the line? Like, ah, uh, well, okay, it's like the boiling boiling frog theory, you know. Right. When do you speak up? Oh, okay, this. Oh, okay, that. No, should I really speak up? Because if I speak up on this, right. I've kind of blown my wad, and I've come out as one of these people, you know, that, uh, right. you know, the fringe or kook or whatever. That and I'm, I'm just going to suffer more. If it's really not that big a deal, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. And then it's one more thing, and then it's one more thing, and then it's one more thing, and then finally you're like, holy shit, I'm in a pot, and the, and the, the water's boiling. Go, go ask the just average everyday people of Germany. If they could, the ones that, you know, if we could go back 30 years from right now and anybody that, you know, that survived through, you know, through Germany, go consume maybe what they would have done differently mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of like, yeah. watching, you know, I mean, like, I'm not trying to compare right now to the slaughter of, of, a, of an ethnic group, but 
or, or a race of people, but I mean, there are some similarities in the tactics being used, and people mm-hmm. are just being silent. Yeah, and it's very uh, I don't know, it's very concerning. People just need to not be afraid to speak their mind. I posted a quote John Adams talked about, and, you know, it's just basically, um, you know, we we if we don't if we don't say something. It's going to, uh, <clears throat> I forget exactly what it was, but it's, yeah. it's just super important to, to not be afraid to voice your concerns. Cause that's how, you know, if you get ideas out there. Like, listen, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'll never deny the fact I, there's a lot of stuff I don't know about. I'm not a very intelligent person when it comes to certain <laughs> things. Now I, I just, I just want to live in a, in a place where I can raise my kids up with good, you know, and I just want to live in a world with good morality, good values. Um, yeah. You know, people, people that, you know, accountability want to take care of themselves that don't want to hand out. Um, we help each other out with community wise. Like, you know, we talk about like socialism. Well, is GoFundMe when one of our brothers comes on hard times and we, we all chip in as a community to help them out. That could be socialist. So mm-hmm. that, I mean, you know, we help out our community. We need more community. Maybe that's what it is. You know, we just need more community yeah. <clears throat> in, our, yeah. in our world. Yeah. Less, and, and, and you know, and the, commu- the best communities are self-policed as well. You know, oh. like we, we, let's just say um, hunters, right? And I, and I hey, keep coming back to that, but that's what we know. So someone's poaching. Who turns in more more poachers? Who turns in more illegal activity? You know, hunters. Right. Do. We're the ones that report it because right. we're like, dude, don't. The, hey, that's not what we're in it for. And well, you know, you're many, you're an asshole, so you need to leave. You know, so we we do our own. people. Yeah, and how many average people don't know what they're looking at when they're watching somebody poaching something? They don't exactly. have a clue. We're so, the ones reporting stuff. We're the ones help like you said, police on our own for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, not, it, oh, you give us a bad name. You're you're stealing the resource from from somebody else, right. and you know, you know. So we take care of our own. Same thing with, you know. I I think we do do a better job in the traditional bowling community <clears throat> um, of policing our own. I think that there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunities to really for traditional bowling truly take a uh, single string bow hunting stick stick bow hunting whatever you want to call it I, I, mm-hmm. I just bow hunting, whatever I just think you know hunting with a stick and string and you know has an opportunity to take, make a really good foothold but there's some of these quote unquote that always seem to get in the way of us really getting a good foothold in the world, and it drives me absolutely nuts. We need to do a better job policing our own. But same thing, you know, you know, it's what the community aspect. If we like, what better community is there than a group of ball hunters? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it's the best. So there's not a problem. We just need less. The only thing I get really adamant about is we need less government. Uh, we certainly don't need more of it because the more of it we get, the more screwed up things become. <laughs> no, I agree. And and the 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 kind of point I was gonna trying to expand on too there is you're right about everything you said was you know the whole community thing. It works both ways too. Like we 
we can relate to the example that, that you and I examples that you and I just said. But if you're on the other side, if you're if you're on the left, and I don't care what it is, whether it's about hunting or whether it's about um, you know riots and BLM or, or or what have you, right? Um, or the things that people say in alienating other you know groups, like you know calling someone a domestic terrorist because they have an American flag. I mean, come on. So they need to regulate their side too. You know, from you know when when the fringe kind of says all this stuff um, and makes the news. The non-fringe, the more sane people, the more level-headed people need to, they need to speak up too and say, hey, wait a minute. Just right. because those people, you know, don't want higher taxes and they want, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, IDs for, for elections, okay, that doesn't make them a domestic terrorist. You know what I mean? They need to speak up. And, and uh, I don't know if you saw what I posted with uh, Tulsi Gabbard um, the other day. She was responding to this uh, um, news clip where the person was calling everyone, you know, uh, domestic, blah, 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 this, that and the other. And she's like, look, this is really, really dangerous. Um, And this is a Democrat. And she's like the most level headed Democrat I've ever come. Like, I would vote for her. You know, I don't I don't really see eye to eye on her with a lot of Second Amendment stuff. Um, cause she's for more gun control than, 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 you know, that I'm, that I'm comfortable with, which is, you know, really not, um, not any, but, um, she, you know, she calls out the Clintons. She calls out Kamala Harris. She called, but I mean, she got crushed, absolutely crushed by her own party because just like the Republican party, the Democrat party <laughs> is a, is a party of, I've been, it, it, it's seniority, you know, it's almost like, like a union, you know, I've been here the longest. So I, it's my, I'm, I'm owed this. This is my time, you know, so you don't get to speak up and we're going to crush you. And, you know, and that's, and she got crushed, but she's still out there saying, you know what, this is bullshit. We can't have people going out there and calling half of America domestic terrorists. What the hell are you doing? And big tech has to like stop censoring people. What the hell are you doing? And I'm really proud of her for saying that. People calling for that. These, these, these people who are bowing down to, to their king are, they don't even realize that as soon as we're silenced, they're next. Like, they, this yeah. doesn't just end with, with silencing conservative thought. Like, this goes right on through. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't even realize it. You know, you know let's, real, real quick, let's throw your tinfoil hat on for me. Gladly. You're talking about Tulsi. Absolutely. Tulsi annihilated Kamala Harris, the Democrat. So much so, and in, in, you know, on, on the debate stage, yep. that Kamala didn't even make the ticket. Okay. Yep. So Kamala didn't even make the primary ticket. And then Bernie and Mayor Pete, Klobuchar and Warren, and maybe there was somebody else, all ahead of Joe Biden throughout. Pretty much all the primary vote. Bernie once yeah. again betrayed all the people that love him, betrayed them all, and let the Democratic Party push him around and push him out, push Mayor Pete out, and push the rest of them right on out the door because we're going to put yeah. Biden in. We like Biden. Yeah, and know. then and then he and then he threw his support for Biden after he was a Olymp- Yeah, we watched that happen. We we literally watched it in front of our eyes, and people would deny that that happened. No, it literally happened. It happened to Bernie twice. Mm-hmm. Um, he got he betrayed his his supporters, and it's it's I dude yeah. And then we talk about the election. You tell me that dude got more votes than Bernie Sanders. Yeah, like, no, sorry, didn't happen. 
<laughs> not a chance. Yeah, it's it's insanity. And again, there I think there's a lot of people center left, you know, which you know, you and I are going to get along with and anybody closest to the center, I think is we're going to get along with the best, right? It's the fringes that are dangerous on both sides. But right. there's a there's a lot of people in the center left watch that happen, but they keep silent about it because they're side one and they don't want to ruffle feathers. Whether and I'm talking whether this is like someone in, in politics, um, in a party, or whether it's just like your neighbor or your friends and family who happen to be Democrats. And I have a lot of friends and family that happen to be Democrats, and you know they they don't they don't like call out this stuff, which is which is frustrating because, you know. I've always called out anybody on the right that's that's, you know, bullshit. You know what I mean? But they don't seem to do that because it's going OK for them. But again, like, do, do you think they know they're like, hey, you know, I'm not really speaking up, but I'm watching them what they're doing here with with all this power they have, uh, whether it's censorship or, or labeling people or, or what have you. And do you think they're actually concerned? Like, hey, this could happen to me. I better watch this. Like, I'm, 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 I'm seeing a different side that I wasn't really seeing before. Do you think that's happening? Uh, I think 100. percent Yeah, it's, without doubt. I mean, talk, just talked. I've talked to a lot <clears throat> of different people all the time, and you, I just, yeah, it's definitely happening. Yeah. No, I. Uh, there's such a. And that's the one thing I will say that most people kind of agree on is it's very, what can you trust anymore? So mm-hmm. we're, everybody's in a fog of information because you don't know what to pick out of the fog that's real and what's not. And that's a, yeah. that's a big cause for concern as well. Yeah, like, it's, 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 it's very well curated for you. I mean, that these companies are gigantic because they've perfected how to curate the information that that incites some sort of, you know, uh, feeling in you, you know, that's, that's their job. Well, yeah, it's a dopamine and we're, and we're bad for it too, because we love that dopamine. <clears throat> Just hit it, hit me with some more of that dopamine drip. You know, yeah. it's, uh, we love to be mad or happy or whatever, or like, yeah, there's no even keeledness <laughs> because we just we keep hitting that button. Yeah, no, I, I I get it, I get it. So anyway, um, do you, do you, do you want to do a hard pivot here in, in, into bow hunting and uh, in Selway? We can do that. Cause... <laughs> yeah. I I would love to. I I did. I happy thought out on this. Stuff. Yes, I burned myself up. I asked my wife. She said, "Shut up." <laughs> I do too. You know, um, one one last comment here. Like before. Before Trump got elected, like for eight years, right? I mean, I was, I was, I was the guy on Facebook, um, and I was like, you know, putting up this, this is bullshit, hypocrisy, this, blah, 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 putting, you know. But then you quickly realize that, like, the people that, like, again, it's the term echo chamber, right? Because the people that think like you, you don't need to tell them; they know it already. And the people that don't think like you, they're tired of hearing about it and they just unfollow you. You know, they're, they're still friends or whatever with you, but they don't get any of that stuff. They don't they don't get that in their news feed. So, right. you know, I got burnt out of, you know, you know conservative talk radio and this and that, you know. And, and as soon as Trump was elected, I'm like, I, I stopped and I hit a hard stop. And I'm like, OK, well, I can back off now, number one. But when I did, I'm like, holy shit, like this was not healthy for my for my psyche, you know. And I want right. to make sure that I don't go down that road again because this is just, we're like a week or two into this, 
uh, you know, this administration. And I can already, you know, see those old feelings coming back up. And I don't want to be that guy because it's not positive. It's not constructive, you know. So right. that, that's just that's just what I got to be mindful of. I remember the first election I voted in was uh, 2006 Senate, Senate race here in Michigan. And so the first presidential election I voted in was 2008, you know, Obama. Because yeah. I, I, I remember getting in debates, the same exact discussions that we're having now, I was having in junior high and high school with people. Like, I've always been super into this kind of, this realm, like, my whole life, love history, love the American Revolution. I love everything about America. I, I, I love researching things America. I, I, with it. Westward expansion might be my favorite time kind of like you know the early on like lewis and clark days like those that might be my favorite time but i love i've always been into this kind of stuff i've gotten in trouble for for hurting people's feelings in, in yeah. high school in, in in having debates like this in political science class and i've always i've always liked doing it so um it's kind of always it's just kind of part of who i am i know that mm-hmm. i shouldn't talk as much about this crap as i do but why what i was going to say is i remember i knew exactly that obama was going to be more of the same of george bush and cheney and mm-hmm. more of the same clintons it's in more of the same with bush it's like you, you throw that term around globalists and people like you have to understand that they're all on the same squad and yeah. that's what we're in right now it's not a left wing party crazy radical left-wing party what it is it's the party for the globalist and the demise of america i i believe that but yeah i'll I'll, I'll end on that yeah nope yeah so quivers yes (laughs) i have a couple of your quivers i love them (laughs) what makes us always so good Honestly, I've 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 not taken any credit there. Gordy come up with a pretty slick design, and uh, yeah, I'm just <laughs> not hard to sell because they work. Yeah, I've got a couple of the strap on the strap on models. I mean, you guys got a ton of different models, like bolt on, uh, slide on, you know, whatever. I I I have two of the uh, the slap the the strap on ones for uh, my recurves, and actually, I'm only down to one recurve now, but whatever. Um, and I'm actually going to order, I've, I've got a, I've got a Java man on order and I'm thinking of doing a, uh, cause I've, I've just got like the plastic hood ones, you know, um, yep. which are like, which are like your, like your, your cheaper line. And by cheaper, I mean, they don't have like the leather, the leather, you know, wrap or whatever on the, on the hood kind of thing. So I'm, yeah, I'm thinking of actually making something nice for that, getting something nice for that, that bow to make it a complete, complete package. So you want to talk about the different, uh, kind of levels you got. Yeah, no, that's so they all have the same attachment system. So one way or another, you get in the famous sellway attachment. It's just we, you know, there's a lot more time and effort goes into some of these other, other prod, other options that we have, and that you know, I'm sure the price, uh, the price is reflected um, there. But yeah, I mean, my favorite go-to's would be the strap-on or slide-on. I got both. I, like my pair takedown, I got a slide-on. Uh, my uh, hybrid longbow, my centaur, or sellway centaur, whatever. Um, I got the strap on on it, and I like to slide on for uh, like three piece long or three piece recurves. Uh, any any type of recurve, I'm kind of a fan of. With like maybe a 19, 17 to nineteen inch riser, uh, I like to slide on. Um, anything shorter than that, I think the strap on is the way to go. Um, you know, we got. What, why do you, why do you say that? What's the um? Because either way, um, they're two piece, right? So. Right. Yeah. So they're both two pieces. Um. 
but the benefit to the, the strap on on the shorter riser bow is it separates um, the hood from the arrow gripper. So you don't mm-hmm. have, um, you know, if you had like a 10 inch riser, you know, you're in the fade outs, you're looking at, you got like maybe a foot apart. So you got 25 inches of arrow hanging out the bottom of that gripper. And, you know, I, I don't expect it to make noise, but I just don't like the setup. I don't like the look. I like my knocks being up out of the dirt a little bit. Um, yeah. And that's where the slide on or the strap on comes in nice because it actually raises it up almost two and a half inches. Um, and then down on the on the bottom section, another two and a half separated there even further yet. Hmm. Uh, really nice. And I, I mean, once you get strapped in there tight in the right spot, she won't move on you. It may take you take you a little bit to get get it really dialed in, but um, and when I say a little bit, I mean maybe 100 arrows or so, you can get it figured out where you want. If you're picky like me, um, and uh, you know you, you figure out where you where you like stuff and you know roll roll with that, but. Yeah, and then we got the the side mount, which uh, just screws it. Like if you got a widow, I think the ten twenty four, you know, threads on the you know the riser inserts, and then that's two piece as well. So everything we got is a two piece. We don't have any any one piece detachable, like or any, mm-hmm. like a quickie style or anything like that. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, I found like I've, I'm not going to poo poo other brands. Um, that I, I've only well, I, I've tried three different brands. I, I, I love I love the Selway. I think Great Northern makes a great quiver. Absolutely. Um, you know, so um, I had that for a little bit. I I there, there's a couple things I don't like about it. I was talking with uh, I think I mentioned when I was when I had when I had Schaefer on the phone. Um, the like the, the bottom part of it, you know, like the um the the, the arrow gripper part, you know, it it sits taller away from. Like if you look at if you look at your bow on its side, you know, like it slopes away, like it sits taller away from your lower limb than like the top part does from your upper limb. You know what I mean? And to yep. me, aesthetically, I just want it flat. But that is, you know, pure just design. Nothing. I think, you know, um, you know, Great Northern make. I mean, they have just an incredible history as you guys do. And like those are the two I think are like like super quality. I think it's just a personal preference of of, of what you like one or the other. Now, other brands, and I'm not going to name names. We're terrible. Real quick, I want to say, if you're a great northern guy and you wanted the gripper set up kind of like ours, Bob actually now makes one for his kind of in the straight line there instead of in the, the, yeah, yeah. So if guys are looking for that, don't hesitate to call Bob. He's great people. I love Bob and the Brum family. They're awesome. Yeah, I've I've never heard a bad word said about any of those guys. Um, You know, so again, again, that's that's just part of the – and, and I know, like, there's there's a lot of people in this industry that are, like, competitors, but you all talk. Like, I mean, I know you and you and Mark Harrison are, you know, buds, right? You know, because when, when I had him on, he's like, dude, you got to talk. Actually, he was like, me, you, and Drew have to be on the same, like, phone call, and it, it'll just be a total shit show. And I'm like, okay, I can't wait to do that. <laughs> that we would have to put a disclaimer out. <laughs> that, that's what I... he said. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty bad. He said, it's going to be, he goes, if you're ready for it, I don't know if you're, I'm like, I don't care. I, you know, I don't care one way or another. I got, I got no worries, but uh, no, but anyway, so, uh, so other brands though, other than those two, I, and I'm not going to name names or whatever, but th- it's been terrible. Like I'd be walking along and I'd look down like the gripper rubber, whether it's not as pliable. Um, it's, it's, it's not a firmness thing. I think it's like the composition of the rubber, whatever you use there too. Um, sometimes if it's too hard plasticky rather than more hard rubbery is the best I can right. describe it. 
I'd be walking along and then like my arrows would be dangling, you know, or I'd be going up in a tree stand or something like that. And I'm pulling my bow up. And by the time it hits like a couple branches here and there, I mean, I got four, you know, arrows dangling broadheads kind of going all over. I mean, it's like, what the hell? And so I gave up on that. And then once, like I said, once I went to Selway, I, I kind of never, I've never, ever had, um, an arrow slip down, you know, while, and, and I shoot with, um, just practice shooting target, whatever. Like I always have arrows in my quiver, you know, I put them back in my quiver, um, shoot the five or whatever, go back, get them, stick them back in. You know what I mean? So I've just, just sitting there shooting. I've never had them like, like slide down or vibrate down. I mean, um, do you guys use like, a, I, I mean, that's on purpose. I'm guessing. Right. I mean, do you go, have you, have you tried out different stuff and like, Hey, this works better for actually gripping and not sliding. Yeah, no, I, um, um, like I said, I can't take any credit for any of this because Gordy Mickens, the guy that we, my, you know, my dad's best buddy that we purchased the company from, mm-hmm. he started this thing. So him and a couple of other guys started Thunderhorn and another guy that, you know, they went through and, you know, and even still to this day, we're working on some, I'm trying to just different compositions of, you know, different formulas and material to come up with that, that perfect thing there. And I mean, I hate to screw with, uh, you know, I get a lot of, I get a lot, I get requests for some different things now and again, and I, uh, I'm very hesitant to try some new stuff because it's like, if it's not broke, don't fix it. I think that's mm-hmm. like Chevy and GM trucks. You had it perfect in the seventies and eighties with the square bodies. Yeah. Why do you have to change anything? Don't fix it. <laughs> Like, yeah. you know, that's kind of my, my mindset with that. But, yeah, no, I can't take any credit. Gordy and them, they figured out the formula that we got now. And, you know, and we've tinkered with some other things. Like the strap-on quiver originally, it was too soft. And with it being too soft, you know, and you'll still see a few of them out there. Um, the top, the hood, you can flex it. So, you know, we went through and we gusseted it. We put some gussets in there and we made some changes because there were some problems with it and got some bad mm. feedback. And, but, you know, we, hey, we got to mm. do some changes. <clears throat> you know, we changed up the density of the rubber on that one and it, it's, it's worked out really well. It's actually my favorite quiver. And I was a slide on guy like forever. <laughs> and then I got this. Are, this, you, this are you talking about the density of the, the strap itself or the grippers well, on the, on the air? Yeah. We, we've changed the straps now because we ran into some issues there. Um, and Bob, Bob Brum, got to give a shout out to Bob, great Northern. He helped me out, mm-hmm. um, getting some better straps. So, you know, even though we're competitors, we still help each other out. <laughs> like we're the worst yeah. business guys. Um, but, uh, yeah. And, we, and then we like the, the, the part itself that attaches to the bow, we changed that up. That was softer and you could get it to grip super, super good. It just had too much flex in it when you were putting mm. arrows, in, arrows in and out of quiver all the time. It had too much flex, so we changed. That so up. I wonder got, what I got because I've got no, I've got two. No, sorry, I've, so I got two. Um, one I got from directly through Selway, and one yeah. I got through uh, Three Rivers, I believe. And the older one I got, and by older I mean it's only like a few years. Um, it like the strap is actually softer, right? It's it's more stretchy. Um, you know, it, it's brown. I don't know if that makes any difference or whatever, but I mean, it, it's, uh, well, actually, no, because one's brown, one's black, but um, the, the the straps that actually goes around it and clicks it, you know, is is, is, a, little, is a little more, like, softer. It's a little more stretchy. Um, yep. The black one I have, 
which I don't know. I don't think that the color makes a difference, but the one I got, I don't know, maybe like last year, a year and a half ago, they were about a year, year or so apart when I got them. Um, but none of them are like really old. Uh, the one I got from Three Rivers, the strap is actually less pliable, still plenty of grip, but there's not as much kind of like, you know, stretch to it, you know, when you're kind of stretching it, making it tight, coming around to hook onto the pin. Um, so is, is that just like, is that what you're talking about or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so we, we changed the, the, the whole setup. I mean, even the straps, the original straps, you, I'll get you, I, when we hang up, I'll get, um, I'll have you, give me your address and stuff again and I'll send you some new straps. Um, Oh, I have no issue with either one of them. They're, they work perfectly fine. I love them both. Right, but the newer straps are just so much nicer because they're a little bit wider, and they just they they they're made out of a material that just bites mm-hmm. so much better. But yeah, no, what I'm talking about. So that the the part that goes vertical and 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 you know coming up off of the part that slides over the limb there, then that U. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That, that were, there's gussets on that back side. Because before it it was really really flexible, yeah. But yours have the gussets by now. I I'm pretty sure yours do. Um, but they were really bad, and it just we ran into some issues with them. So that's why we changed the gussets. But yeah, I, I, either way, like I've never had it. Um, <clears throat> I've never had it slide on a limb. I've never you know had like either upper part, lower part slide on a limb at all. Um, I don't care how cold it is. Cause I mean, I'm in Minnesota, right? So, um, I didn't really get out much this year, but I mean, last year, uh, I was out like minus 20 or whatever and walking around trudging through, you know, like thick crap, snagging on stuff. I mean, I've, I've never once had those, uh, those things slip at all. And I've never had the arrows slip in the gripper either because i mean it's the gripper that's really doing the work i mean yeah you're getting some some friction you know with the with the tip of the broadhead or whatever up in the up in the um head foam you know but it's really the gripper that's doing the the bulk of the of the job and like i said with other other quivers i've had it where like those grippers are just not strong and or they're, they're just too hard um and the grippers don't grip you know no matter what you you know and you can you can tighten them up a little bit with there's certain tricks you can do, but you know, I, I don't think you should have to, you know what I mean? So that's, that's one of the reasons I really like, um, you know, it's one of those, like you said, the Chevy, you know, back in the seventies, whatever I, I, I found what, what, what I really like. I like the aesthetics of it. So I'm just, I'm just sticking with that. So, um, right. I've, I've never had anything break on it. So that's, that's, that's it's, you know, you know, awesome. The nice thing I think about like our slide on is, is why it's so still to this day, and I think will always forever be the most popular version is because it's simple. Yeah. Or leaf suspension. Something breaks. It's super easy to fix. Like the mm-hmm. slide on. And I think there's been how many thousands of those things. So I don't, I mean, I've maybe heard of a, like less than 10 breaking. Mm-hmm. And I think it was just something happened and they got, you know, a rip in it or whatever. And then the rubber just separated. But Oh, yeah, there's a reason why that one's always super popular. And then we have, oh, real, we never did touch on, we have um, the Flex Quiver, which it's, it, you know, it, it's, it's a certain niche for sure. Um, you know, really good for a three-piece, three-piece takedown longbow or uh, three-piece recurves or, you know, longbows or whatever that have the limb bolts. Um, works really good for that. Super easy to remove. Arrows kind of hold the whole thing together, if you, you know, if you mm-hmm. wanted to do that you were so inclined to do so 
Um, then we got the quick detach. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much the long bone, the recurve slide on that has a big rubber nut on the end that you can pop on and off real quick if you want. Yeah, so I was gonna ask. So, like, the, the I've never had a slide on quiver, right? So, yep. I see that knob on there. Is that to like the does that is that what you tighten? to get it to tighten onto the limb or, or is it just like an attachment thing? Like, or that you don't actually like, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't um, add to the tightness of how, how it grips that limb. Actually, like, if you were, you were, if you were to ask me which one, I'm not going to recommend the I think the slide on is better. If you have to have the need to take it on yep. and off, and there's a lot of guys that do like it, they do like the quick detach. So, but for me personally, I don't. I don't ever have a need to take it off the bow, so I just wouldn't. Like if you plan on leaving the quiver on the bow, just get the slide on. Or and the slide on, it's just, it's just a friction fit, right? I mean, there's no tightening yeah. that. It just slides on. It's a friction fit, and that's it. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Just take a little bit of uh, rubbing alcohol, um, and throw it on on the part itself, and just slide that baby home as far down as you can, and she won't move on you unless you want it to. Hmm, okay. I always wonder that because, like I said, I've always had the strap-on versions. And you can, I guess, um, to some degree, like, you know, adjust how much tension you want on that strap and how you know, how securely it you know, sucks into there. Um, so I, I was I was never sure if, like, oh, man, you know, if I don't have that and if it's just sliding on, is it going <clears> to <throat> slide, you know, you can't adjust tension, you know. But I guess I, I guess it doesn't. I guess it works just fine. That I've had to have uh, help walk through some problems that were having some problems with it just didn't have it in the right spot or uh, didn't use any lubricant to uh, get it mounted farther down into the fade outs. Right. Okay. Those are the only time you'll run into an issue with the slide on is if it's uh, you know mounted a little bit too far up the limb. And then you got um, you could do a bunch of custom stuff, right? Custom engraving and, and, and cutouts and stuff for lazy engraving, right? Yeah, custom color stitch, custom color rawhide, custom engraving, pretty much anything that you think of we've pretty much been able to do. We just did a did one for a a, a guy who um kind of did an homage to his grandpa who passed away. I just mm-hmm. posted a, a story yesterday. Uh, it was you know his, it was on his headstone, the engraving he had on his headstone. Okay. So we were able to do that, which I, those are my favorite projects. And I just did one for like, for Becca Garris. Um, you know, there's a little one single feather on there with her daughter's name on there. And oh, cool. those are always one uh, guy sent us before uh, a picture that his, uh, I think is one of his kids drew a stick figure family. We mm-hmm. did that. That I you know, just took and scanned in, in the picture. It was, yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool to being able to do that kind of stuff. Just personalize it and make it mean something to you. You know, it's kind of like, like I carry a bracelet with me that my daughter made me whenever I'm out hunting. And it's like when, you know, when you like to spend as much time in the woods as guys like us do, you're sacrificing a little bit there with the kids. And now my kids are all getting to that age where, <laughs> like, it's just – if I'm out, be, if I'm straight up just being selfish if I'm out by myself. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I got a nine-year-old daughter and a five-year-old son and a three, uh, soon to be a three-year-old son. And then obviously the, the baby. So we got four, three boys. And yeah. My daughter likes to start archery leagues on Monday, which is going to be awesome. That's going to be our first, uh, the, the two oldest and I are going to go do that together. And 
Like, you sitting out there, it's like having that, that little thing from home kind of helps keep you going sometimes. Yeah, I, I hear you on that one. I mean, I, I've, I've got an eight-year-old, you know, and uh, but just everything that's happened this year, you know, with, with, with jobs and this and that and, and, and distance learning and all that crap, um, you know, I, I I've, people are tired of hearing me say, but I got out like literally four days this year. You know, that's it. Um, I'm actually sitting here um, after I've returned something to Menards. I'm going to go squirrel hunting for a couple hours. <laughs> that's that's the only time I've been able to eke out anything since October, you know, other than like one day in November when I went and, you know, shot something with my rifle. But, you know, yeah, it's it's time in the woods. It's all that. So I've, I've been thinking about like what I want for um, I, I do want like a custom a custom hood, too. You know, I'm like, man, if I'm going to go all out with this bow, I'm just going to make it all super nice. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know if I wanted something, you know, like like you just mentioned there or, you know, I, I really like that. uh like, like the faded glory flag, you know, the 1776 kind of thing. I, I, I like that idea. So I'm kind of tossing that around. So I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure which way I'm going to go, but I'm definitely going to get, get one of the two here, you know? That's a good one. I was actually, cause I, I always, I'm out here kicking around different options. I'm going to do my next one for myself. Um, yeah. Cause I normally don't even put any engraving on any, any of my own stuff. I mean, I got the witch painted egg mark on one hood and I did the thing from the, <laughs> the Game of Thrones on one, but I don't really get into it. But I wanted to, uh, I wanted to do the Green Dragon in homage to Samuel Adams and and uh, and Doctor Joseph Warren and Paul Revere and and the gang. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. The, well, the Green Dragon is the tavern that they met up at and kind of basically planned the Boston Tea Party and and uh, you know basically helped kick things kick things off. <laughs> You know, okay, so I, I might get in trouble for this. So if anybody's listening, no, I would never actually do this. I'm not advocating violence, you know. But, back, right. you know, so I, I grew up, well, I didn't grow up in Delaware, but I, I, I lived in Delaware um, for a while. And, of course, Joe Biden is from Delaware. He used to be uh, the senator from there. And there was a, a um, uh, like, a, like a tavern kind of, you know, whatever called Buckley's Tavern, okay, um, so me and a friend were there for like lunch or whatever, having a couple of beers and he was there and, you know, we saw him outside and he was going to cross the street or whatever, uh, into the parking lot or something like that. And I, oh, God, I'm going to get in so much trouble. I don't mean this if anybody's listening, but I'm like, man, if I'd have just pushed him in the traffic <laughs> 20 some years ago, how would it be different? You know what I mean? Cause he was like, he was, he was there. We're like, Oh, is that Because Back then I wasn't political. I was right, you know, right in like early 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 college or something like that you know that's that's when that is but it's like uh yeah you're you're, you're that close to like a, a, a potential president or future or whatever you know it's like um you know of course i would i would never advocate <laughs> doing anything like that but you know it's, it's 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 amazing like the people that you meet um you know back when and you just don't know how how their future and your future are gonna like you know either like uh diverge or converge or you know what i mean so i i, I always think of that it's like yeah he was he was sitting there uh yeah just right across the street you know <laughs> we're sitting there like oh it's joe biden <laughs> yeah, that's great. yeah so if any secret service yeah. is listening or if any of the uh God, any of the, the, the tech big brother uh, listening? No, no, I'm not advocating. No, I wouldn't have done it. So <laughs> we know it. Doesn't matter. You the said joke. they can do the. They can do a deep fake on you. Get screwed, dude. 
Yeah, well, uh, yeah, good, good, yeah, exactly. Good thing uh, I don't have like Rogan's listeners. So, um, man, I've kept you over an hour here. So, um, obviously, we could talk for hours and hours. So, we're gonna have to do a part two some other time. But, no, totally, I agree. Yeah, we'll talk, get into the weeds on hunting and all that fun stuff. Maybe, <laughs> hey, all I can say is trust, just trust the plan, right? Trust, trust the plan. <laughs> do we even know what the plan is? Because the plan for you is probably different than the plan for me because we all get different information depending on what what's on our screens it's like we going back to the curated so info much, thing there's definitely someone gonna be mad at me for saying that one that one that yeah. one hurts a lot of people. people get really bad about that because they're gonna lie to you big time <laughs> yeah all right so um not, of course, everyone knows how to find you, but why don't you go ahead and say, you know, the, the website and, and the quick distinction between Selway, is it Selway Archery and Selway, is it the Selway Archery Products? I can't remember. Yes, the Quiver Company is Selway Archery Products. Selway Archery, Gordian Roxy, um, still held on to the Selway Stringer, the bow stringer business. They make great long bow and recurve stringers, some of the best on the market. So that's what I use, yeah. Got, you can hit them up or get them from us or whatever, but that's selwayarchery.com. And then if you're looking for a quiver, it's selwayarchryproducts.com. I'm going to keep pushing everybody that way more because I may be jumping off the ground um, and putting my money where my mouth is. If I'm going to talk about it, better be about it. And I may be uh, yeah. looking for avenues for getting contact out to, uh, to my customer base. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You know we're going to need we're going to need elon musk elon musk is the only guy with the money to uh to counteract uh what's going on i think and he's 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 and he's i think more right meaning than left you know what i mean he's the only guy that can that has the money to do what what we need you know someone on our side to do so i'm i'm i i don't know anything but i I have a suspicion that that something's gonna uh creep up here with with him um in the next year i think Trump will be for sure buying up servers and coming out with his own platform. I have zero doubts about that. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I, that's going to happen for sure. But, dude, the best thing that we could do, like, to anybody wanting to, like, like not to sound like like, like Neo here, but just unplug. Like, if that's, yeah. the, that's really the best way to hurt these people is to, to – or the best way to fight back is unplug. Take their power from them. <laughs> their power is in your hands. Literally, it's that phone. Hurt, hurt just, him with capitalism. How ironic is that? Yeah. Weird, <laughs> weird how that works. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, thanks for jumping on. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. stop recording. A sec here. Thanks. All right. Yeah.